you are listening to the Invitation Church podcast. To learn more about Invitation Church, visit us online at invitation605.com. You can also download our app on iTunes and Google Play by searching for Invitation 605. About two-thirds through the book of Genesis, we come to this incredible story, and a story that honestly doesn't get of a lot of attention, and it involves a man named Jacob, and it involves an angel of Yahweh. And it's in Genesis chapter 32, beginning in verse 22. That night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maidservants, and his eleven sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions, so Jacob was alone. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that the hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. And the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore to this day the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. You know, so to understand this story, we really have to go back. You know, Jacob is on a trip. He's taken his wives, his children, all of their stuff to meet his brother Esau after spending decades apart. And you have to understand that there's a lot of family pain. There's a lot of family tension. There's a lot of family heartache. And I just know that there are people listening right now to this this morning who know a lot about that who know a lot about family tension family heartache and so what's beautiful about the scriptures is not only do they do we read them but that they read us and that they bring things to the surface that maybe we have not thought about for a long time and it's good to find moments in the scriptures that help us understand that part of our humanity, part of what it means to be a human is to encounter conflict, to encounter pain, and yet to work out for each individual person what it means to live according to God's word and God's way. And maybe one of the most difficult places, one of the most difficult contexts to do that is in the context of our own families. But maybe that is exactly the place where God wants to develop us, where God wants to mature us, where God wants to deepen our convictions. So rather than the conflict present in families being a kind of wasteland, a desert where faith goes to die, what if it's actually a a place where faith can flourish and it can grow and it can be used in the hand of God to transform us from the inside out? 
But what happens is that Jacob steals his brother's blessing. Like in the ancient world, a father would have a blessing to give to the firstborn. And Jacob tricks his father and steals what was supposed to be Esau's blessing. And so then Esau threatens his life. He tells his brother, I'm going to kill you because you hurt me, because you stole what was supposed to come to me. And so Jacob runs away. Not for a week, not for a month, not for a year, but for decades they're separated. Year after year after year after year, they're separated from one another. So children are born that they've never met. Grandchildren are born that they've never met. But in this moment, Jacob is returning to Esau. But before that can happen, Jacob wrestles with an angel of Yahweh, kind of at the shore of the Jabbok River. And wrestling is not a new thing for Jacob. Jacob has wrestled his entire life. And as I think about his life, there's really two things that I see that he's wrestled with. First, he's wrestled with his place. And I just wonder, like, for us today, like, how we have wrestled with our place in life. How we have wrestled with our place in our families. How we've wrestled with our place in our job. Have we wrestled with our place just in life? And we just thought things would be different. We thought things would have worked out in a different way. But we kind of are where we are. And there's this wrestling with that. We don't have a peace about where our feet are planted. And that's Jacob. Jacob wrestles with his place so much that he tries to change his place in the family. Through stealing the blessing that was supposed to be Esau's. So, but not only does Jacob wrestle with his place, he also wrestles with his past. It's why he spends decade after decade separated from his brother. Like not speaking to his brother, not being in his brother's presence. And he wrestles with that. And so this picture of him wrestling the angel of Yahweh is just a picture of kind of his entire life. And it kind of brings this question, like, okay, so why is this story in the Bible anyway? Like, there's a million stories that could have been in the Bible. Like, why is this one so significant? That it's in one of the chapters of the first book of the Bible. And I think there's a couple different things. One of the things that I think is actually beautiful is that it affirms the difficulty of walking with God in a world waiting for its full healing and redemption. Like it affirms how difficult it is to walk with God while we wait for this world and for us to be restored. For us to get back to the garden. Like it's actually difficult. We actually will wrestle with our place and we actually will wrestle with our past. We actually will wrestle not just with God's word but with God's way. 
And you know as well as I do that there just are people who are willing to lift up and affirm the word of God without lifting up and affirming the way of God. But this story affirms the difficulty of that, affirms the difficulty of living in light of his word and his way. But not only does this story affirm the difficulty of walking with God, it also invites the faithful to wrestle with the divine. And I just love that, that we're not just invited to listen to the divine. We're not just called to obey the divine. We're not just called to honor and worship and serve the divine. Like, I love that we are being invited in faithfulness, that we are being invited to wrestle with the divine. Wrestle with the words of the divine. Wrestle with the way of the divine. Wrestle with the circumstances that God has put us in. To wrestle with the valley that our feet have been placed in. To wrestle with the response of God to our circumstances. I love that we're not just being invited to accept all of that. Well, this is just the way it is. This is my story. This is where I am in life. But I love that he invites the faithful to wrestle with the divine. Because what happens as a result of Jacob wrestling with an angel of Yahweh, of God? Two things happen. He's given a new name. He's given a place. And he's given a blessing. The thing that he's always wanted, he's wanted this blessing to be spoken over his life. And it just makes me wonder, like, what kinds of things do we miss as God's people when we refuse to wrestle, when we refuse to engage with the divine? Like, have we missed out on understanding who we've been made to be? Have we missed out on blessing because we've just accepted things for how they are instead of wrestling with the one who has given us life and breath and being? And what's beautiful about this story is that not only does Jacob get a name, not only does Jacob get a blessing, but Jacob receives him. Grace and peace. Thank you so much for joining us on the Invitation Church podcast. I want to encourage you to take the message that you just heard and receive every part of it. Every promise from God, every declaration of his great love for you, every word of hope, every reminder that you have been made for more. Allow what you've heard to take root in your soul to allow Jesus to do the deep work that only he can do. I also want to encourage you to be part of what we are doing here at Invitation as we invite people to live the way of Jesus. Go to the app and become a regular giver, an investor in the story that God is writing in this place. Also, if you found the message meaningful, we'd love to have you share it with someone else as you partner with us in carrying the message beyond the walls of the church. I want to thank you for being here with us. Grace and peace.